November 2018, I sat in front of an interview panel competing for a job as an administrative assistant. It paid $14 an hour and required a degree. (laughs) With sweaty palms, a racing heart, and the knowledge that I was just one of many interviewing, I wondered, how could I stand out to be picked? After several interviews, I struggled to stand out from the herd, but I knew I knew I was a powerful asset to have and they just couldn't see it. I'm teachable, determined, and scrappy when I need to be, but I couldn't help them see that. One call to a friend changed everything when she said, why don't you work for clients online instead of in person? Something shifted in me and I started researching becoming a virtual assistant. I read articles, paid for courses to teach me how to launch and asked questions to others in the industry. And I learned this shit sounded stagnant. Sure, they were virtual, but they were still embodying the corporate rigidity and mindset. And if I was going to do this, I was going to do it in an entirely different way. So I put on my blinders and launched a business without using any of the lessons, feedback, and guides I had in front of me. And within two weeks, I was fully built. Within one year, I was earning double the income I would have if I'd accepted a job offer from any of those interview panels. And then I started teaching others to do the same. Hi, I'm Lorelai Taylor. This podcast is where we candidly share our journeys. Mine as an initiator to an entirely different kind of virtual assistant business and Marcel's as an integrator who took my lessons and did it in her own way too. You get both of our perspectives in an unscripted, free-spirited, and joyful approach to launching, running, and up-leveling your own VA business. Let's go to the show. excited to chat with you guys today. Marcel and I have been hanging out here and we were talking about what it's like being an entrepreneur that's ready to hire. And actually maybe taking it a step farther and how you can even know that you're ready. And this this reminds me of a conversation I had with a client and she said the greatest thing she ever did for her business was hiring before she was ready. Because what happens is a lot of times with entrepreneurs, they wait until they hit burnout. They wait until they actually don't even like their business anymore because they've been spinning their wheels for so long by themselves. And so that's why our suggestion is to hire just before you're ready, but to give it long enough that you've had it kind of figured out what your style is, what you like. Being an entrepreneur is a very customizable personal journey. And I think if you were to hire too soon before you figured out your own signature style, it could make onboarding someone else a lot clunkier because they say, well, what would you like? And you're like, "Mm -hmm." I don't know. know. (laughs) Never done this before. (laughs) Can you tell me? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which that still happens. That still happens, but it would just be less. (laughs) By having some of it figured out, you already kind of know how to onboard someone. You already know, like, you know, this is my process. This is how I do things. I like my emails to have this tone to them, or I like my social media to have this kind of energy. And by going through the figure out phase yourself, it makes your business more you. Whereas if you bring someone on too soon, Maybe it's more them. So I encourage you to wait until you're like, I know my my business. I know where we are. I know what we do. I know why we exist. Once you have all the whys figured out, or maybe all the double W's, the who, what, where, why, how, you have all of that at least loosely figured out, 
I feel like that's when it's time. Yeah, I agree. But it's also helpful to not get into such a state of overwhelm that you want to burn it all to the ground. That's all I'm saying. Like, (laughs) for sure. I think there's just like this happy place where it's like, oh, I know what I'm doing. I can see where we're going. I know what it feels like. I know what it looks like, at least loosely. I mean, especially if you're hiring someone to help with graphics. I know the type of person I want to work with. I know, I know the transformation that we're going to have together. And and transformations happen even with physical products, services, all of that. We are selling a transformation, even, even a candle that I have here on my desk. I have it because of the transformation it brings me by having a soft glow in my space, a different thing to focus on, a, a place, a place to go to for relaxation. It, it's a transformation. I know it's a candle. But I'm saying, like, once we have all these things that is like, we just know, we just know, that's when it's time, I believe, to bring someone on to help you stay in that frequency while you do all the things for your brand and they get to handle the details behind the scenes. But waiting until you're burnt out, can you already see how it would feel less clear in a state of burnout, it's really hard to convey mission and passion when you're just depleted on energy. And so my tip is to, to hire just before you're ready. Hire before the pain. And if you're already in pain, <laughs> if you're already like, oh, shit, I am ready. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's, it's not too not, late. It's not. It's just more ideal to be in a good energy with your business first. So for the person that already is experiencing burnout, you want to hire someone, you're already feeling burned out. I would suggest taking a day or two to be in your brand. Maybe put the checklist to the side. (laughs) Or maybe you need to have a day of like nailing the checklist so you can put it aside. You know you. You know you better than I do. But... I think it's important to get into an energetic wavelength of your business so that as you're talking to people, you can access the energy you have in your business. That's what I think. What do you think, Marcel? So I did have a client that started out in a stress, like a almost a burnout state. And I, it it just added this level of stress that didn't need to be there. So the communication wasn't there because Mm. I think this person felt like they needed to be 10 steps ahead. So they were speaking like they were 10 steps ahead, but didn't know what they were talking about because it was so jumbled up in their brain. So it was like, it was hard to get that person to come back to the step that they're actually at let's clean up some pieces. Let's figure out who you really are and let's move forward that way. So this person, I feel like didn't have all those answer, those why questions answered because they were so burnout that they, I think they forgot their mission. And that can be really hard as a virtual assistant coming in to help to really be able to help because it just makes it like 
there's so many open-ended spots where I found it hard to channel and be like, okay, let's, let's pull it in here. How do you feel about this? Because at that point, I now have to ask a bunch of questions, which only encourages more burnout and more, Mm. not burnout, but overwhelm. So my questions are not helping. They're actually, they're necessary, but they're hindering at the same time. It it was very hard. So I do definitely encourage, take that break. Like Lorelai, you were saying that tip, I think is really good. Maybe you have to get some things done, like some tasks, it feels like the house is on fire. Go ahead and mm-hmm. complete those, but then set some time aside so that you can really do a little bit of answering of those questions and then come to the table saying, okay, now I'm ready for a VA. How can, you know, let's get this moving. And then we can there to help. We can be there to help you if you need. Yeah. You know what? This this reminds me of like a marriage, like with with our businesses, what if we treat it like a relationship that that sometimes needs a date night or yeah. or needs a quick little weekend away? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. I like that. Like to to court oh. your business. Yeah. Can you imagine starting with an entrepreneur that had just come off of a beautiful date weekend with their business and their energy is so high because they're like, and this and this, and I feel that. And look at how good we do with this. I want to do more of that. I love that. That's my favorite. That is very different than coming in with someone like, you saying that the house is on fire? I felt that. I was like, yes, exactly. That's how it feels sometimes. As I was saying, like, set the checklist aside. I was like, oh, but sometimes sometimes our minds are telling us this is life or death. If I set it aside, it's going to get worse. That's how you know that's the one not to set aside. Address that. Run hard at that. (laughs) Right. And then go on a date night with your business. I think that's beautiful. Yeah, I like that. That analogy is good. Yeah, getting yourself in a space where it feels fun to talk about your business with someone else, like that's the best way to get them to, to truly understand your mission. And the mission is the thing that you have to know. You just have to know, you have to believe it. You have to see it. You have to just have to know. We call it like the, why we exist. And it's not like why we exist human. It's like why we, as in the company, the the organization, the brand, the team, why we exist. What is it that we're here to do? You can also tell when it's time to hire a VA because things are starting to fall off due to not enough time. You find yourself limited by time or skill or even interest. And you can tell because you'll start procrastinating. Procrastinating is a sign, but it's not really the type of task that lights you up. And when you do too many of the tasks that don't light you up, burnout happens. Because you don't get burned out doing your favorite things. Like if you're if you're like super into rollerblading, you're like, oh, I just rollerbladed for 30 minutes. You just love it. So it doesn't feel like the expense of energy because it creates its own energy. And as VAs, it's our job to help keep you in your energy. Entrepreneurs, your main job is to hold the energy, maintain the energy, grow the energy. Energy is it. We come in and handle the details and the pieces. Burnout is a deficit of that energy. And so 
We definitely want to prevent you from getting there. And if you do get there, find a way to like quickly get you on and out of it. The other thing is sometimes we are procrastinating on the things we absolutely love and that give us that energy because we feel like we have to complete these other Mm. tasks that are necessary in the business for it to move forward. But they are energy draining because they're not something you love, but you have to do it. So you sometimes, I think as an entrepreneur, you find yourself stuck in this loop of doing all of these tasks that you really don't like doing and you struggle through and it takes you forever to get done. So then you don't have time to go do that half hour rollerblading that you absolutely love. So I think, you know, really getting clear on on the the parts you love and the parts you don't will also really help you decide which type of VA you want. Mm-hmm. It's it's so funny that we're talking about this because in one of the companies I help run, we're initiating a season of energy auditing. And mm-hmm. so for the next chunk of time, we're all going to track the tasks that we're doing, how long it takes us to do them, and then also how our energy is after having done them. And this energy audit will give us a chance to be like, where is there opportunity for new hires? Where can we re like just reallocate tasks for people who who maybe aren't feeling completely lit up by the mission right now? And so as an as an entrepreneur looking to hire, I would say give yourself a week, two weeks, whatever number feels relevant to you, um, to audit your energy, to to track the things you're doing. This is gonna work tenfold. Let me tell you, this is gonna work tenfold. One, you're going to have a list of all the tasks that happen in your business. You're just going to have a list because instead of sitting there and thinking about like, what do I do in my business? You're going to be like, these are the things I have done. These are the things I am doing in my business. You have an idea of how much time it takes you. And you have an idea of where your energy is after it's done. Maybe that's a scale of one to five. It's up to you. At the end of this trial period, you can look at this and you can see exactly the tasks that you want to hire for. You can see how long on average it takes you to do it. And and here's what's going to blow your mind. When you have a VA come on and say like, say one of your tasks on there is like post to social media and you write on there that your energy is one afterwards and it took you eight hours. (laughs) And then you hire this VA that's just like, woo, I love this. And it took them. 30 minutes and their energy was at a five. And I'm telling you the return on investment is high. I didn't even think I'd talk about an energy audit, but it feels so correct. (laughs) It's a good way to put it. I never thought of it like that. So. Okay. So now that we've talked about how to know when you're ready, let's just quickly talk about the top three things to look for in a VA. It's so funny because a lot of times people like say, we just talked about social media. Like I need someone who's really great at social media. I am going to challenge you and say, maybe this isn't the number one identifier that the person is correct to work for you. Number one is actually personality. Do we mesh? No matter how good someone can do their job, if if you don't mesh. Anybody that's worked at a place of business knows you will have people you get along with and you have people you don't. It just, it, you know, we all know that. And that's energy draining in itself. Even if they're amazing and the best at that skill, 
It just doesn't work. I would rather yeah. work with somebody that maybe isn't the best at that, but their energy and their personality just matches mine. Yeah. That's where I think that's, it's just so important. The personality yeah. I think is number one. Yeah. When people are like, I need to see your portfolio of your work. I, I understand that it's helpful to see where they're at, but I'm just challenging that it's not, that's not what I would lead with. Cause honestly, <laughs> that's like, that's how you make your decision once you know that they're the type of person you want to work with. Like, okay, I know I like their personality. I know we mesh well. I know that they're teachable and they align with my mission. Those are the other two. Teachable, we tell the VAs we train that the number one asset they can bring to the business is a teachable mindset. Mm-hmm. With that, you can do anything. You'd be like, if I'm a, if I have a really good teachable mindset, I'd be a stockbroker. Or I could be a, I could sell art. Like I could, I could do all the things if I am excited and willing to learn about it. So yeah. therefore, a portfolio doesn't matter as much as the personality that aligns with you and them aligning with your mission. So number one wouldn't be portfolio gathering. It would be having a conversation, getting on a video call, definitely a video call. I don't think I'd want to hire someone that I hadn't talked to on video. That's my personal preference. There's just like a connection and a realism that like we can really lock onto. I've done a phone call and absolutely love that client. So oh, cool. <laughs> I don't have to be video, but I do. I get it. I think, yeah. you know, video is important too, but okay. Yeah. Phone call. Okay. But a Talk real conversation has to happen. Yes, for sure. Absolutely. A back and forth conversation, not through text, not definitely not through email. No, that's so dry. (laughs) You don't, I'd be like, have a good day, period. Be like, wow, she's rude. (laughs) Or exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Why is she yelling at me? I feel like we just described you and me, Marcel. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I don't know if you guys can, can pick which one's which, but Marcel's the period. (laughs) <laughs> I'm the overuse of exclamation marks. <laughs> no shame in the game. <laughs> no, none at all. <laughs> so to recap, top three things are personality, a teachable mindset, and them aligning with your mission. Have those three. The rest is just details and a learning curve. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> and then, I mean, we do have, like, I would say a bonus tip is a trial basis. Try, you know, after you have that conversation through video or phone, have, you know, if you're jiving, then do a trial basis. There's nothing wrong with let's, you know, let's try this out for a short period of time, make sure that we can work well together. So that I would say that's our final tip. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I love this. We've done like 30 day trials or two week trials. It really is what what feels correct to you with the complete understanding that at that that mark, like say at that 30 day mark, we're going to have a meeting and we're going to discuss how that feels for both of us. Are we both feeling good about this? Or is it time to pivot, do different tasks or work with someone else? I think when you set that expectation up in the beginning, it doesn't feel like a shock when it happens. And then you can like rest in knowing that this is a trial period. You aren't hiring someone forever. You're just going to play and see how it goes. 
so much easier than feeling like you're committed to a lifelong marriage (laughs) when it's just like a VA. Yeah. Being a VA with someone does feel like a, a kind of deeper relationship where we have such a shared mission. And so it's, it's a beautiful experience. It really is, but there's no pressure for it to be that way right away. So I just love that, that tip Marcel for the the trial period. Yeah, I love it too. I, I know we're talking to entrepreneurs right now, but I really like it for virtual assistants too. I think it just takes, like you were saying, it kind of takes that pressure off of, of having to be perfect for each other and you can be yourself and, and it's okay if it doesn't work out. Yeah. I would say usually it does. It usually does. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, you never know. (laughs) If you want to get connected with a VA and you don't know where to start, check the show notes. We have a quick little opt-in form where we'll send you some emails. And the way we work over here at your VA lab is we train people how to launch their own virtual assistant business. We teach them how we have have really helped clients in our own businesses. And then we also help you get connected with new VAs. And we even have online business managers. We have a variety of different people that we can connect you with. And so check the link in the show notes for our matchmaking information. All right. Well, thanks for hanging out with us. And we'll talk to you soon. sure you follow the show to get notified when new episodes drop. And if you're ready to learn more about launching your own virtual assistant business, check the show notes for info on how you can launch quickly and easily with your VA lab. We're so glad you're here.